Jesus Christ, in whom is our salvation, life, and resurrection, through whom we are saved and delivered. The sacred Triduum is the holiest time of year for us as Catholics. For it is during these days that the Church recalls and celebrates the greatest mysteries of our redemption, the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord. The Triduum begins with the Mass of the Lord's Supper on Thursday night of Holy Week. It is celebrated at night because that's when Jesus and his disciples celebrated it, in accordance with the Law of Moses. Exodus 12, verses 6 through 8. Despite the name of this Mass, Mass of the Lord's Supper, it actually commemorates the institution of not one, but two sacraments, the Eucharist and the priesthood. The instructions in the Missal explain, After the proclamation of the Gospel, the priest gives a homily in which light is shed on the principal mysteries that are commemorated, namely, the institution of the Eucharist and the priestly order. The commemoration of the institution of the Eucharist is obvious enough, but what about the priesthood? How exactly does Jesus ordain the apostles as priests of the new covenant? The key is found in the gospel reading for this Mass, from John 13, verses 1 through 15. The first reading, from Exodus chapter 12, recounts the first Passover, an eminently logical choice, since the last supper which Jesus celebrated with his disciples was this very feast. The blood of the lamb and the doorposts and lintel upon which the blood was smeared were a sign that this household belonged to God, and therefore death would pass over that house, sparing the firstborn son. The blood and the wood prefigure the sacrifice of Christ, the true Lamb of God, whose death saves us from eternal damnation. It's important to note that the Passover ritual required not only that a lamb be slain, but that its flesh be entirely consumed. The ceremony was not complete until the lamb had been eaten, foreshadowing of Jesus' command to take and eat. There are a number of other striking parallels between the first Passover and the Last Supper not included in this reading, and so a careful reading of the entire chapter would be well worth it. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the tenth of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one, and shall share in the lamb, in proportion to the number of persons who partake of it. The lamb must be a year-old male and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, and then, 
with the whole assembly of Israel present, it shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you are to eat it. With your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in hand, you shall eat like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. For on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and executing judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I, the Lord. But the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 116 is a fitting response to the first reading. Unlike the first reading, however, which focuses on the Lamb, the responsorial psalm calls our attention to the cup of salvation. Another interesting detail of this psalm is the reference to the sacrifice of thanksgiving in Hebrew, Todah sacrifice. The Todah sacrifice was a thanksgiving sacrifice offered under the Mosaic law, Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11. This was a special animal sacrifice made in thanksgiving, and it included the offering of bread and wine. Specifically, it was offered in thanksgiving by a person whose life had been redeemed from death. Long before Jesus appeared, the rabbis believed that the Todah sacrifice would be the only sacrifice to be offered in the Messianic age, long after the animal sacrifices of the temple had disappeared. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. How shall I make a return to the Lord? For all the good he has done for me, the cup of salvation I will take up, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. Precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. I am your servant, the son of your handmaid. You have loosed my bonds. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. To you 
will I offer sacrifice of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. My vows to the Lord I will pay in the presence of all his people. Our blessing copies our communion with the blood of Christ. The second reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians is the earliest account we have of the words of institution. Paul's letters having been composed before any of the Gospels. As such, it gives us the earliest formula of the Eucharist and insight into the liturgy of the early Church. Moreover, Paul didn't receive these words from other apostles or from tradition, but from the Lord himself. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was handed over, took bread, and, after he had given thanks, broke it, and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also the cup, after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes again. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel of John records details of the Last Supper not included in the other Gospels. Careful readers of the Bible will notice that Matthew, Mark, and Luke all record the actual institution of the Lord's Supper, but John does not. John gives us other details of that fateful night as he focuses on the washing of the apostles' feet. This gesture is more than simply a demonstration of humble service, which we're called to emulate, though it certainly is that. On a deeper level, the washing of the apostles' feet parallels the ordination of Aaron and his sons as priests by Moses, a ritual that began with a ceremonial washing, Exodus chapter 29, verse 4, and Leviticus chapter 8, verse 5. The similarities are striking. And so it makes sense that the Mass of the Lord's Supper, which commemorates the institution of the Eucharist, would also involve a ceremonial washing to commemorate the institution of the priesthood. The two sacraments are inseparable, for you cannot have the Eucharist without a priest. It is by these two crucial sacraments that the mystery of our redemption, namely the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, is extended throughout all ages. The parallels don't end there. When Peter objects to the Lord washing his feet, 
Jesus replies, If I do not wash you, you have no part. Here Jesus uses the Greek word meros, portion, allotment, division, or share, in me. John chapter 13, verse 8. This response again recalls the Levitical priesthood, for upon entering the promised land, every tribe of Israel was given a portion of land as their inheritance, every tribe but one, the Levites. Levi has no portion or inheritance with his brothers. The Lord is his inheritance. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 9, and chapter 18, verse 2. After the ritual washing of Aaron and his sons, the ordination ceremony continues with vesting and anointing with oil. Finally, the ordination concludes with a ritual sacrifice of a bull and a ram, a portion of which they had to eat, along with unleavened bread, to complete the ceremony. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. I give you a new commandment, says the Lord. Love one another as I have loved you. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand him over. So, during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God, and was returning to a God, he rose from supper, and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with a towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, 
you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all. For he knew who would betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet, and put his garments back on, and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, have washed your feet, you are to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is the body that will be given up for you. This is the chalice of the new covenant in my blood, says the Lord. Do this whenever you receive it in memory of Set us free.
This has been a Chantworks production. Please visit us online at chantworks.com.